Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hey there to all my event professionals, sponsors, show planners, exhibitors, and attendees. I am Jim Sarek, your host. Welcome back to campus here at Trade Show University. The podcast are really helping you get better results for every one of your events coming up, whether that's virtual, whether it's in person or hybrid. I'm just really honored that you spend a few minutes here learning and getting better. And today you are going to just love the episode and the topic, and that is creating better experiences at your events and joining me on the microphone today is Lydia Sugarman, CEO of Ventive, and she's going to be bringing all of her years of experience and sharing that with you. And we know that today, more than ever, creating that memorable experience for our attendees and our sponsors and our exhibitors is really what it's all about. That's what is going to bring the greatest results. And if you know someone else that could use this, this this kind of information, please share this episode with someone. And to help more people find out about Trade Show University, if I can ask you to go on to your favorite podcast platform, especially Apple, and leave a rating and review, that will help more people to find out all about Trade Show U. Again, and with you uh, sharing it, that would be a great help as well. And make sure you do not miss an episode or a tip. Get over to my website, tradeshowu.biz, tradeshowletteru.biz. Sign up right on the homepage for the weekly email newsletter. I send a new tip out every week, let you know what's going on with uh, upcoming episodes and past episodes and some new tools and, of course, our amazing sponsors. And speaking of amazing sponsors, this week, brand new sponsor, Michael Green, Food and Wine Entertainment. Michael was a recent guest here on Trade Show U. Phenomenal episode. I will drop the link of that to the into the show notes, so go check that out. But let's hear a word from our sponsor. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Michael Green. Michael creates and hosts wine and food experiences that build relationships and drive sales. From conferences to off-sites, Michael's high-energy presentations are informative, highly entertaining, and resonate for years to come. Find out why CMO firm Chief Outsiders said this about Michael. Michael does much more than develop events. He creates memorable experiences for his clients and their guests. His expertise spanned all elements from planning to execution. What made the events truly special and memorable were Michael's knowledge, experience, contacts, and flair. He not only made us look good, he ensured we remained relevant in the eyes of our guests throughout the evening. So looking for a way to stand out at your next conference or increase your conference ROI? Then go to michaelgreen.com. That's www.michaelgreen.com to learn more. 
Well, everybody, today is going to be a, it's going to be a great interview. You're going to enjoy this because we're talking about a really important topic for trade shows, and that is how to guarantee success for your trade show experience. And I have on the mic with me today to explain all that, Lydia Sugarman. Lydia is the CEO of Ventive, which is a comprehensive CRM and business ecosystem. You know, prior to moving to the online space in 1995, Lydia honed her sales skills in diverse verticals from financial services to travel to entertainment. In the process, she skied the Alps. She raced in outlaw bike races in New York City. She mounted art shows in Moscow and New York and even produced Vin Diesel's first short film. And along the way, she fell in love with marketing and CRM. And who wouldn't? (laughs) Lydia, welcome to Trade Show University. Say hello to all our trade show and event professionals. Thanks so much for having me, Jim. I'm really excited to be here. I have to say, if I if I hadn't moved to New York, most of the I don't think I would have had the opportunity for most of what I've done. New York is a New York is a, a great and amazing city. It's one of a kind. There is no other place on earth like it. And like you said, some of these some of these experiences you've had only would ever happen in New York City. So how do we guarantee? a trade show experience how do we guarantee that success well i think you have you do have to bring that level of excitement and anticipation to every every trade show and and every conference and and networking opportunity you know a lot of it is about setting attitude but but before all of that with all of that it's it's planning and from the moment you a uh, company decides to exhibit at a trade show, actually the planning has to begin even before that because you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars. What is the compelling reason for doing that trade show? And that's kind of sets the tone for everything that you do leading up to at and after the trade show. Yeah, so starting with that plan right at the very, very beginning, and it's it's really understanding what what kind of experience do I want to create, right for for my for the audience there for the attendees. It's it's got to go above and beyond what I think most exhibitors do, especially new newer exhibitors. Okay, I got to show my stuff. I just have to show my stuff, and that's and that's it. And they're not. It's more about just okay. Here's my stuff, and not really about immersing the the uh, attendee in some sort of an experience, and and having them come away with a really positive instead of oh, I just it's like I went to the store. Absolutely. So that's why I said the planning and and execution have to begin months in advance. If you you know, I mean, sometimes you make a decision. A few weeks, you know, somebody calls you and says, well, the deadline for the early bird pricing is at the end of the week. You need to make a decision. But it begins with all with your marketing and your messaging and really leveraging social media, leveraging your database of customers and prospects to let them know that you're going to be at this trade show. And some of the, I mean, I was thinking about what are the ideas, you know, when you go to a trade show, a lot of times you go to a booth and they'll like want to scan your uh, badge or have you enter a contest for a giveaway there. I think that if you start beforehand with saying, 
even sending, you know, in an email, sending a map of uh, showing exactly where your booth is going to be, telling them exactly where, what you're going to be giving away, that they need to be present to win that MacBook Pro or whatever it is that you're giving away and, and getting, or, and or getting extra entries by referring people to, to your company. I love the idea of sending out a map because some of these shows are sprawling. They might be in multiple buildings or multiple show halls and just giving someone, hey, we're going to be in booth 400 or even worse, come visit us at this show when there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of booths there. How do they find it? And by the time they get there, they're going to get wrapped up in all of the excitement and all of the sights and sounds of the show. They might forget about that. But you give them that map, all of a sudden they might they have something to refer to that they can bring with them. That's a great idea. You can even, tur you can even turn that into a treasure map. And oh have them you know or you know what it what is the uh, what is the the kind of game that you play where you have to go to different points and collect different things oh like a scavenger hunt yeah. scavenger hunt thank you i couldn't think yeah. of it <laughs> you know you can you could create a scavenger hunt from on that map so that's just basically what i'm saying what i'm saying is getting really being really proactive something you know there are a lot of startups now that talk about building in public and the reason they're what that means is they're literally writing and publishing about their progress of building a startup before launch and it builds awareness it gets involvement it makes it it makes it viral. It, hopefully people are talking about it or, and you might even get suggestions from future customers, potential customers. And you can do that with a trade show presence as well. You know, think, think really creatively because how many, how many squeezy stress balls can you really use? <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. So true. I have quite the collection, by the way. <laughs> All different shapes and sizes. But that's a great idea. The, the building in public, I've never really considered that. And that could be such an effective way, especially you have a new booth. Maybe you're creating, you start at the design phase. And here's what it's looking like. And you show pictures along the way. Maybe give some quick videos and what you're thinking of and what people are going to experience when they get there. That's a great oh, idea. Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah, exactly. What do you think of this booth design? Do you like it? Does it work? Does it does it tell you what we what we're about? And and people will people will comment. I it, I love the I love that idea. It makes it a lot. Of, it makes it you know people are going to be really excited to follow that treasure map to see what the booth looks like in real life. Yeah, and maybe you have one one piece that's like the big reveal. Maybe it's a, a new product or a new service or some so, some really interactive, fun part of your booth that you keep it hidden. You're like, we're not going to show this part to you. You got to come in person. Wait till you see what's under this 
under this uh, covering here. And then when people get there, they have, they have more that they're anticipating and they want to come. They want to show up just to see what, follow along and see how the story comes to a conclusion that you've been telling on social this whole time. And maybe you're using direct mail as part of it. Maybe there's email. I mean, using all of the different uh, marketing strategies and tools that you have available to you. I love that. It's great. This is so, something, although, you know, I mean, we've, we're, our platform is focused on, we started actually as an email marketing app 20 years ago. And it, we've added a lot, including mobile, social surveys, and a lot more besides that help you manage all of your communication and, and customer lifecycle engagements. But TikTok would be a great, a great outlet to use for doing this trade show booth design process. Yeah, really, those quick, short videos, they get grasp people's attention. They don't have to, you know, click on a YouTube video and see it's it's eight minutes long. Go, eh, I don't have eight minutes, but they have 12 seconds or 15 seconds or however long your TikTok video is. And you're, you're giving them little hints. I love, love the idea of, of using that and some different kind of tools to wet their whistle, get them excited for the event. But it, like you said at the beginning, it all starts with a plan. You got to, you can't just wing this. You've got to plan it out so that it is effective along the way. Right. So we get, a, we get to our booth. We get, I, I've got, I'm an attendee. I got my my show map. I'm getting over to the booth. What are some keys or some tips once you got someone at the booth to really guarantee that that positive experience? Well, ideally, you've got a meeting scheduled with those people in advance. That really is a key um, to a successful trade show experience. Is schedule is scheduling appointments in advance with the people that you really need to meet with giving and and you've created this excitement already so it makes it easier for them to actually show up for the appointment it you know it depends on it depends on what trade show it is and what business it is um but you know that usually guarantees that the meeting will happen and and as and dinner reservations (laughs) <laughs> yes. You know, that's when when I went to, when I was working for a television program syndication company, one of the first things we did when planning uh, NAPI uh, presence in Las Vegas was make dinner reservations for, to entertain our top clients and our top prospects. And and I know that's become that's become more common these days, but it's also a lot more intimate than those, you know, after show cocktail parties where, you know, and those are those are good, too. But the, yeah, dinner reservations are good. So why dinner reservations? What makes those so 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 good in your opinion? Because you're you are sitting at a table with six eight, 10 people who are really important to your company's success. Whom, and it can be, it can be a mixture of really great clients that love you and great prospects that are still on the fence and your clients help sell those prospects. 
Ah, yeah, there you go. A nice mix of, of clients and prospects. Like They could do some of the heavy lifting for you because it's not just you telling how great you are, but it's your clients who have been experiencing your, your services, your products, that can also <laughs> help, help tell those stories, help give the firsthand testimonials. And I like the idea of that one-on-one. Instead of a one-on-many, you've got this big group of networking event. Of course, like you said, those are great. Get to those. But if you have an opportunity, set up those those dinner reservations. And I, I what I would guess is that a lot of the, the larger companies or companies that have been doing shows for a long time, those are the ones that have figured this part out, the magic of the dinner reservations and planning in advance. It's the companies that are maybe smaller. They're fairly new. They, they say, oh, we're going to Vegas. We got this show. And then, oh, yeah, the show ends at 5 o'clock, and then we can go out to dinner. We can go see the, see the town. And they, they don't even think of, you know what? Who can we take to dinner? Who can we have that important one-on-one conversation with and that and really start to build that relationship? So I think that's a that's a great yeah. tip for anyone who is a little who's going and dinner you, reservations. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, and you schedule you schedule it for like eight o'clock because that gives them that gives them time to go to one or two of those cocktail parties after the floor closes, but they're gonna be looking forward to that dinner where you're dropping a couple of hundred dollars per head for you know, and there's so many great restaurants in Las Vegas there's great restaurants everywhere right they get and and they get booked up they do they do and don't cheap out people don't cheap out <laughs> take them someplace nice it's a place that you would like to go as well that would that is going to make that impression that because it's it's going to be a reflection of on you as a company as well. Yeah. How are you going to be to do business with? I did I did go to a dinner once in, in a ballroom that held a couple of hundred people. However, the entertainment was a man one man show of Elton John at the piano for an hour. So, ah, nice. <laughs> That was that was a different kind of experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If they have some some sort of unique entertainment or a unique experience, I've seen casino nights. I've seen a lot of different things that are themed to get people together, get them in a great mood, and yeah. talking with each other and engaged with each other. And if you're going to one of those, all of you who are listening, if you're an attendee, you're going to one of those. Don't just go for the entertainment. Make sure you take time to meet other people, exchange business cards, do some networking, and have fun with it. Have fun with it. Take advantage of that. I love uh, going back to your original thing. Make those dinner reservations, but make them in advance because if you you want to take a a client or a, a prospect to dinner... When you get to the show, they may already have all those plans booked up. They may right. their calendar may already be scheduled, and yours should be before you get to the show. And and I just I just remembered this something you can do something that's more memorable than tchotchkes, you know, toys or whatever giveaways like that. Lunch at the booth, if you have if you if you're serving like box lunches or whatever at the booth, or an espresso bar if that's in your budget. People love, you know, you hit like three o'clock and you've been walking the floor for several hours. Hitting a booth 
where you can have a nice cup of espresso and get a little lift from the caffeine is always really appreciated. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're, you're hitting my, my hot button. I love an afternoon coffee, especially a good one that a, a barista just made and handed to me. Oh, and there's nothing like, I mean, you could have a booth in a, in a not very good location, but if you have a barista, you got the sound of the frother, you've got the smells that just smell amazing. Those are going to go a few aisles past and are going to draw people of, wait, wait, where's that coffee? Where's that smell coming from? Where's, what is that sound? I, I know that sound. And you're going to get them over to your booth. It's way more impactful and memorable than a stress ball. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you might, and you might look at, at the price of, of having a barista in your booth and a, and a coffee bar or something similar to that. And you might go, wow, you know, that's expensive, but you know what, if you replace it with the, the 500 stress balls that you would have bought, it's probably pretty comparable. You're, you're, you're probably at a wash right there. So exactly. it, yeah. And you're, you're creating that memory and you're creating that great experience. So you've, so we've talked about before the show, we've talked about uh, creating that experience, having that plan, starting to get them excited. And then we've talked about a couple ideas of, of during the show, some of the, after the show, but what about after the show is over? Tell me your thoughts on following up. So following up starts at the show and, you know, these days you can, you know, invest in being able to scan badges, but you don't get that data until about a week after. And a week after a show is like another year. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a long time. So for the people that you really want to follow up with, you really need to get their contact information and follow and follow up with them that night. And that's easy when you've already got the messaging set up and queued to go out to be triggered as soon as you enter that name and email address or mobile number into your uh, CRM platform. So, so, yeah. So, so what would, what would be some good tips on effective follow-up? Should, should you have multiple different types of follow-ups? Should you, should everyone get the same response? How, how do you, what would you, what would your thoughts be on that? Good question. If you, if you have the wherewithal, the manpower to do it, to set up different, different workflows for different roles in a company, you definitely could do that and send a different kind of message. But I'm thinking if you've done the job and you've got a popular booth, you're, you're, you're able to scan a lot more people than you are to capture, to engage in conversation with mm -hmm. really likely prospects who walk, who, who walk into your booth. That's the information that you want to get. And I think that you can ignore titles. If you have a, if you have a substantive conversation, you can follow up and, and include, you know, say it was great meeting you today. I'm really looking forward to following up with you. I hope you have a great, I hope the rest of the trade show is, is a great experience and you have a safe trip home. And then three days after they get back, trigger, have, have an email set up to trigger with a, to remind them about that and 
with a link to your calendar or say, let's get on the phone and continue the converse, that great conversation we started at the trade show. Love that. Something, something short and quick and sweet that's going to be that quick reminder, maybe that, that very same day, if you have the chance to do that so that they, they're, they're reminded again. Because remember, if you're an exhibitor, you're going to be seeing a lot of attendees, and those attendees are going to be visiting possibly hundreds of different booths. They're going to see so much. They're going to experience so much. It's almost a little bit of overwhelm. And so if you can kind of snap them back a little bit into reality and and, it's, and they go, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a, I had a great conversation with Lydia. That was fantastic. One of, the, one of the tips I love that I've seen before is someone taking a picture of themselves. The, if you're working a booth, you inside your booth, do a selfie and attach that so they remember the booth, they remember your face. Oh, yes, I, yeah, I remember. I remember. And you're snapping them right back and, and making yourself stand out amongst all those booths that they experienced that day. So some really, really great stuff. Exactly. There. And that means that you've, kept, that you've gotten contact information from them, whether, yeah. it's, uh, whether it's a mobile number or uh, LinkedIn. I'm, LinkedIn has made it really easy to connect with people with QR codes. I love that. Or, you know, you can go with email. It may be, it may be part of, a, part of a, con, a giveaway, a great giveaway or contest where they have, where you, they have to give you their email address in order to be entered into the contest more than beyond the badge scanning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you bring up a great point about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great tool to connect. It's a great way to connect with people even before the show. If you know they're going to be there or their company is going to be there, it's a great way to try to connect with some key people before the show, set up those appointments, invite people for dinner, make, but to have them getting over to your booth. And then afterwards you could use that, that tool as a quick and easy and very directed follow-up. Exactly. You're exactly right. And it also lets you do a lot of research. So on the company, on the organization, um, shameless plug, something that we just added recently since the, since the new year, and I think it's a new toy inventive, is you're now able to create org charts for every company in your database. Wow. And, yeah. So if you're doing, if it's even if, whether it's account, whether you are taking an account based approach to your uh, prospects and, and customers, it's good to know where people are in the organization, who's, who is the decision maker, who are the influencers. And, you know, you can, you have that all in your, in your CRM. That's outstanding. So. As we, we, we turn the corner here, why don't you give everybody your, your top one or two tips or takeaways from our discussion today, and then tell us about Ventive. I think the top tip is to have a very clear idea of why you're going to this trade show that sets the tone for everything. It sets the tone for your messaging. It you know, it, you're ultimately, you're, you know, it sounds, it sounds, it's tried and true. You're solving a problem. Who are you solving the problem for? What is the problem that you're solving? This is why you're going to this trade show to reach more people and solve those problems. Um, and 
that should be in all of your messaging. And Venev, Venev actually is it is a complete business platform. A com I used to say CRM, but it's more than CRM because people associate that with that other guy, that other company that has a tower in downtown San. <laughs> and we, it, with Venev, you can manage the entire customer lifecycle from first touch throughout the entire relationship. It does away with silos. So it, it's a seamless experience for everybody inside and outside of your organization. And it works for solo, it works for startups, small companies up to enterprise level. Everybody, every account gets every feature. It's, wow. Yeah. The pricing is based on the number of active valid email addresses in your database, not the feature set that you have that you have to be happy with at a price point. So if people wanted to find out more about Ventive, what where should they go? First, Ventive is spelled V E double N like Venn diagram. <laughs> T-I-V-E, like, and even when you create an account, you log in, it's in.ventive.com, get inventive. So we're going to have a special download uh, available with all of my trade show tips for uh, success. And Jim is going to give you the details about that later. Yes, I will definitely put the link into the show notes. It's going to be inventive.com and then... There will be a special link that you will be able to download for free just for trade show you listeners <laughs> their uh, trade show success tips. So thank you, Lydia, for, for having that. And if people wanted to reach out to you directly, what's a good way for them to do that? Find me on LinkedIn. I love that. It's, you know, Lydia Sugarman, S-U-G-A-R-M-A-N. Fantastic. So we'll we'll drop Lydia's all of her contact information into the show notes as well. So make sure you're hitting that button, getting into the show notes, get all that great information. Lydia, thanks so much for sharing some of these amazing stories and great, great tips about improving the experience at our shows before, during, after the show, giving some people a lot of a lot of really great stuff to think about. So thanks so much for joining and for sharing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And remember, you know, have fun, have fun because people can tell if you're having fun or not at a trade show. That's true. We've all been there. We've, we can tell the ones that aren't, it, they stick out. So have fun. Great thing to wrap up our episode. Thanks, Lydia. And everyone, I hope you had a great time. Hope you got some great, great tips today. Keep coming back here on campus to Trade Show University. Keep learning, keep experiencing, and keep getting better at your shows. We'll see you next time. I hope you really got value out of that episode. Please make sure you share that. And also make sure you are binging past episodes. Go back and find ones that will help you in areas that you really maybe are finding challenging or you just want to improve or just want to keep learning. Get over to tradeshowu.biz slash episodes. That's tradeshow, the letter u.biz slash episodes. And you will be able to search, quickly search your episodes by category. All the episodes are right there on one page. And you'll quickly be able to easily find the episode you're looking for. TradeShowU.biz slash episodes.